welcome to the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. I'm David Lorimer, co-editor of a new book, Spiritual Awakenings, Scientists and Academics Describe Their Experiences. It's published by the Academy for the Advancement of Post-Materialist Sciences and is available in paperback and Kindle editions. In this series of weekly podcasts, we'll be sharing the 57 original essays together with introductions and epilogue from my co-editor, Professor Marjorie Willicott. We hope you enjoy them. Chin Sembwe by Stefan Harding Read by Martin Redfern It was straight out of A-level zoology, physics and chemistry and into the African bush for me to a remote wildlife research station on the Sengwa River about 350 kilometres east of Musa Mwatunya, or Victoria Falls, in what is now Zimbabwe, in southern Africa. I was only 19 years old. There, at Sengwa, was the beginnings of the long trail that has brought me to the new ways of being in nature, which encompass academic biology and science, but which are, in fact, much older and wiser and which are now so vitally important for enfolding deep ecological consciousness into our culture. This feeling of being in the midst of the deepest sacred and of the most wise never left me for a moment during the five months or so I spent at Sengwa, in the delicious wall-to-wall sunshine of the southern African dry season, all graciously gifted me by the red sandstone cliffs and soils, the animals and plants, the fungi, and all the invisible ones in the soils and in the air. Sengwa has left me with a powerful, life-changing imprint, which I have carried all the way through my scientific training as a field ecologist, to my ecological work at the National University of Costa Rica, and then to Schumacher College, which I helped to found at Dartington Hall in England in 1990. The imprint was most clearly transmitted to me one sun-swept dry season afternoon sometime in 1972, after a long and dusty journey through the bush to Chinsembwe, a humble spring of water tumbling down a steep, quite high red sandstone escarpment in the wildest and most remote Sengwa bush country consisting mostly of elegantly thinly scattered mopani trees, with large patches of tall, dried-out yellow grasses shooting upwards between them. Here, in this remote region of mopani forest, the sense of the sacred was particularly strong, full of the living presence of birds, kudu, impala, bushbuck, and other large ungulates, elephant and black rhino too, There are also plenty of lions, leopards, jackals and hyenas. And let's not forget the wonderful diversity of reptiles, insects, and even, but only once, a lovely porcelain beige tree frog, glistening with moisture in the garden at the research station. At any moment, perhaps a glimpse of a little group of zebra amongst the yellow grasses, or a small gang of impala, there in the trees, gazing at us with no fear, in wonder. In the heat of the dry season, it's cool in the shade of these big, widespread mopani trees. There's animal dung here and there, elephant, buffalo, 
antelope, they all come to drink at Chishembwe's life-giving water. It is all deeply healthy and at peace, and we sense, now that we have arrived, that Chisembwe wants to share something of her angst about the planetary impacts of modernity and give us her wisdom. We are in a place where life is sustained by the water of life. This is alchemical water, both psyche and matter together, and is therefore deeply nourishing if only we could find how to drink it. My mainstream attitude of objective, disconnected observation dissolved, and I was with a wise and ancient friend, who lives in and is the very rocks and trees and biota, and the stream herself, as Chisembwe's waters plunge down modestly from her heights. An immense yet comforting quality of immense value morphs and changes, until a sense of the eternal appears, bringing with it gifts of great warmth, insight and comfort. Looking back now, after almost half a century of ecological teaching and research, I like to think that I bowed, and that, with my deep gratitude mixed with a powerful nostalgia and a longing to further explore such depths of connection, I offered myself, only nineteen years old, suntanned and deeply bush-happy, in service to Chisembwe's soul and spirit, and so to Gaia, our sacred living earth. Thanks so much for downloading the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. Do join us for the next episode.